From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here's your host, Eric Wakeling. All right, welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. Uh, my name is Eric Wakeling, and I'm excited today to be joined by not a first-time person on the podcast. She's been on before, but how you doing, Courtney Dowdy? Oh. I'm a vet. Honestly, I will say I'm less intimidated this time. I don't know if y'all have seen a podcast set up, but there's a ton of equipment and things in here. Like, That's right. you don't know what. I, I had the microphone backwards for a That's good true. 15 minutes. It's true. So. She did. She did. We had to come around, kind of fix that, trying to social distance still. But, you know, we, we made things work. We're here. I'm a veteran now. That's Let's right. Go. Uh, if you don't know, Courtney is our high school pastor here at Calvary. How long have you been at Calvary now? You know what? I just celebrated four years on Sunday. Four years. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Graduated. Yeah, that's right. Finally, our high school pastor has graduated high school. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. She's actually in grad school, but uh, doing a One great job. <laughs> One and more year. One more year. There you go. All right. Well, Courtney, is. Uh, she does an incredible job of caring for students well and serving the Lord here. Um, but we're not here today to talk about high school kids, other than maybe in some ways, but um, really... Uh, we wanted to talk today about issues revolving some events that we've seen take place in the news recently, and this is all kind of surrounding like racial injustice in the world. And you know, like I just even for myself, like seeing these things happen, uh, Ahmad Arbery, where you're just like, whoa, this video, this guy's just going for a jog, right. and two people see him. And two white guys see him in the South, they go and they kill him. And yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably as simple as you can describe that. But uh, a lot of stuff that you see kind of like um, hashtag jogging while black or, you know, like a lot of things like that around there. And he wasn't tried or he wasn't arrested. Those guys weren't arrested. I mean, for a Til long time, right? Two months. Yeah. <laughs> like two months. Two months later. Yeah. And I think it was like two and a half months, not to like be Just, too precise, but yeah. like it was long and it was only because video came out and things like that. Right. Right. And outrage, like public outrage. Uh, and then even more recently, we saw this whole thing with George Floyd, who um, was basically so he he did something wrong, but not something that was uh, like the death death penalty wrong right right and so this guy was just like forging a check or maybe or something like that and i watched the whole video he i watched the whole video and like the additional video that they found um from a from a nearby restaurant or something like that yeah i just saw that yeah and like he got arrested and he was like crying out in pain you could see he was like crying out even just like he wasn't fighting he wasn't resisting at all in these videos that i've seen and then police officer put his uh knee on uh, on his neck until he died and um, so you've got that. And then I should say white police officers did that. Mm -hmm. um, and then even this whole Chris Cooper thing where I don't do you want, I'm sorry, I don't mean to just like no, describe I mean, and everything. <laughs> I think I should probably talk now because I'm probably going to you're going to be talking a lot. For I got the rest. a lot of things yeah. to respond to. You can save. You can, I'll, I'll just do the setup and then I'll just kind of T-ball and then run away. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> no, I promise I won't. Uh, but uh, yeah, you have this whole thing. Chris Cooper, this guy is a bird watcher. He seemed like the coolest dude. Like this guy is, I don't know what <laughs> it was. He's a bird watcher. I think, He's the coolest guy. Well, like, so my nerdy family, <laughs> which seems more like my nerdy, like white family, right? But like, if we want to be too like stereotypical here, I'm sorry. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, my family's like into bird watching. Like a lot of people in my family are into birds, like especially birds of prey. Like we even like will look up and be like, B.O.P. And that means like... <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> just, yeah. I was unprepared. It's true. That's what I'm just saying. So like we see like a hawk or something, we just get fired up. But so that's why Chris Cooper, that guy just seems cool to me. <laughs> I want to hang out with Chris, him. Chris, if you're listening, my friend Eric was hanging out. I know, I do. But, BOPs. <laughs> just. but then this lady was like walking her dog and had her dog off leash in Central Park in New York. And he asked her if, if she could leash her dog. Um you know, that's always like, it's always weird when I see people like when I'm riding my bike or something or running and somebody doesn't have their dog on a leash to I'm just kind of like, ah, what's going to happen right now? And so it seems like a pretty reasonable request to me. And then this woman who was white and he's black, uh, she said she was going to call the police and tell them there's a black man, you know, like doing something or whatever. I forget the exact words. But, threatening me. Uh, yeah. A black man threatening me, which we see a lot of that people just getting like, called on just for kind of like black person in the in the neighborhood or whatever right um so all of these cases kind of have brought some of this this whole issue uh in general of just kind of race and racial justice and it's brought that up again into the forefront um it doesn't mean you know i was even thinking like oh okay like this is back in the news forefront but for me as a white man it can kind of be out of mind when it's not like in the forefront. But yeah. for you as a black woman, um, like it's probably not that way is my right. guess. And so kind of just even just to start this, like how how does it make you feel? How do you respond initially just as you start to see this stuff happening? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Honestly, uh, all of these videos really are just triggering in a lot of ways. Hmm. Um, and just to be clear, I can only speak from my experience like as a black yeah. woman. I don't speak for all black people everywhere. But right. it is such a triggering experience to see someone that looks like you in videos like this. Yeah. And so when this comes up, like the array of emotions that your body just kind of experiences mm -hmm. is almost indescribable because yeah. um, you're it's not just immediate outrage it's like my first thought is just like deep deep sorrow and grief of just yeah. watching life like yep. fall out of someone's body that looks yeah. like someone that I look like right. um, and I mean I feel like I would have that same kind of reaction to anyone sure. like, regardless of their race but to look at it it's like that's the reoccurring theme that gets some sense of attention. Mm -hmm. And that's what sparks the outrage of like, oh my gosh, here we are again. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the repetitiveness of mm -hmm. it is what instills just the anger um, yeah. and the bitterness in it. And if you're not careful, it's just like, that's kind of where you live in it without any sense of hope. Right, and right. Just like, dang, so... And then, so have you ever had again. people say like, oh, "Why are you so angry all the time yeah. about that?" Or you know, it's <laughs> like, a fair question that everyone asks, just in general. <laughs> like, why are you angry? It's like, huh, wrong question. Right, <laughs> but, like, right. like, it's a, it's almost like I initially like when some of this stuff, like none of it's new, as you said. It's mm -hmm. the the reality that we were seeing more of it because cameras are more readily accessible, and we real like it's it's a shame that like our community feels the need. It's like, I have to pull a camera out because if not, who knows what mm -hmm. will happen? We don't know what the, the mm -hmm. end result is. And it's like, yeah, that, that does make me angry that mm -hmm. that's my reality right now. That's our reality. Um, and for anyone to try and tell me that I need to justify <laughs> like anger, right. it, it doesn't make any situation any better. Um, it almost is like the most insensitive thing mm -hmm. to ask someone of just mm -hmm. like, do you ever have to justify your anger for anything else? Right. Ever? Right. Like 
Yeah, just by your anger at having to like stay in quarantine. <laughs> right. It's like so. So what are you mad at about again? Yeah. Um. So yeah. it's just a. And the other emotion, Eric, that I think is super important for for us to realize is that it doesn't instill a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a black woman with incredible black men in my life, mm-hmm. and I see things like this, um, like I start I can it's easy for me to land in spaces of fear mm-hmm. um and I like I have countless stories of either hearing someone like ending up in a really compromising situation or or even being in one like I I can remember driving up to Mammoth mm. <laughs> with my boyfriend and being pulled over because when you go through those towns the speed limit changes yep and yep. pretty quickly it didn't yep. <laughs> didn't realize that <laughs> Um, and you know, all things checked out, we're fine. And, but in, in that moment, just like Hmm. replaying all of the videos I've ever seen. Right. And, and you're in this, like, these these are kind of backwoods towns too, you know, and you're just like, what's. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. And for this police officer to like well-intentioned mm-hmm. <laughs> come over and make just the most thoughtless joke of like, oh, my <laughs> my uh, my partner's pulling over right now because there's actually a warrant out for your arrest. And we're like, huh? <laughs> that's That was a joke. And, and then like so like I could I could tell that he saw just even in my posture, just completely changed. Like I'm making sure that my hands are visible and just like our music's turned down and all of that. Just all the things that we just want to make sure that there's no reason for anything to yeah. happen. And I, I could tell that he saw just like yeah. the <laughs> explicit yeah. shock. And then for like, oh no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And then to look like, like, I was like, and we can't, so you give that awkward like, oh, ha ha laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we're just like, I, it's, really late at night and we just need to make it to our resort at yep. this point yeah um and so like when i see a video like that mm-hmm. that moves me into a space of any time i'm looking at well-intentioned people yeah um yeah because you're living with that you're living with feeling like that could happen single anytime. day yep. yep which is crazy yep which i don't live with you right. know i just really don't i you know i i I might feel nervous when I get pulled over because I don't want to get a ticket. Right. You know, but I'm not. Who wants a ticket? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. Didn't want, I didn't want a ticket that day either. Like, yeah. Nobody. <laughs> like, like I'm mad, but I'm mad at myself for being an idiot or mad at like, anyway, whatever. It's stupid. But Slow just down like. when you drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, wow. Like just thinking about that. And I think that's where maybe for some people and, you know, we even talked about this of just like, okay, parts of this are like speaking to white people uh, as we talk today to understand. And then also some of this is just like, for everyone to kind of like yeah. be able to hear from recognizing people of all different ethnicities could be listening to this, but we, we need to like, you know, even like we've been talking about like with coronavirus stuff. So like I've been talking about, you need to be able to see people that are different than you mm-hmm. and like see that the way that they think about this issue is based off their life experience. Right. Like right. so, someone that either has like their, their mom got, got coronavirus and is in the hospital versus somebody that lost their job right and they're like on opposite ends of the spectrum and so they're like disagreeing with each other but they both have these different life experiences and i think that's kind of maybe like if somebody can like put their head into a little bit to try to like feel what that feels like to get pulled over on that 399 or whatever that is you know just on the road up to mammoth right and um and feel that feeling like that's that's intense 
And I think it's just important that we have those conversations, mm-hmm. um, just even similar to the, the coronavirus spectrum conversation mm-hmm. of like, because I think in a lot of spaces, people think, oh, the moment that you start talking about race, you're talking, you're like being divisive. Yeah. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. Racism itself is divisive. Yes. <laughs> and we want to talk about it so that we don't land in division. Like, I don't think that's what the Lord set us up for. I don't think that's what we're created for. Um, Like that's a subversion of what we were created for. So to make our way back to how God actually intended creation to be Hmm. um, is so critical and it's so important. So it's, it's way too important for us to not have a conversation about. Yeah. That's interesting. Tell me more about that. Like, how is creation supposed to be? And you know yeah, what I mean? Like, what you know, do you mean? I'm so glad you asked, Eric. I just have all of that. My wasn't even a cheesy setup, but it was. Like, I, I didn't mean it. It to really be. wasn't. Okay. <laughs> but no, I, I think um, so. Like, a lot of those emotions that I like kind of expressed, yeah. um, like the frustration, anger, the fear, all that stuff that comes up. And I think that I. It comes up because I, like, I grew up in the church. My dad's a pastor. Right. And I know that I was created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and so every time I look in the mirror, I know that God's imprint is mm-hmm. upon me. Mm-hmm. And everyone that I look at, regardless of if they look at me, look like me or not, that's mm-hmm. the same. And we end up in conversations about race often, especially in connection to videos like the ones that we've seen in the past couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. the first reaction usually isn't like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Hmm. It's, there must be more to the story. Mm-hmm. I wonder what else is going on here. Mm-hmm. And we'll work like tirelessly in a way that removes dignity and an and, and effort and attempt to remove the Mago Day from someone, which yeah. just is, you can't do that. Right. <laughs> like it's impossible. Right. Yet there's so much justification in, well, this happened and if they would have just complied, if they would have mm-hmm. just, and it's like, not, it doesn't matter no, <laughs> like I know. in that moment yep. like you like cannot remove the Day from someone you literally right. cannot do that regardless of what decisions they made beforehand and i know that because that's what christ did yeah. <laughs> he made very yeah. clear um the reality of how he felt about huh. his creatures he yeah. really did when he took the cross like i think of two passages in particular that both um I would say, like, helped me become a believer and also keeps me a mm. believer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of Ephesians 2 that talks about what the cross did. Like, literally took hostile groups, divided, mm. and brought them back together. Like, that first, like, the cross reconciles us back to God and second to one another. And yep. for us to remove either of those things, we are removing very key pieces of the gospel. Yeah, and, yeah. like, that's just not... Like, we can't do that because Mm -hmm. we don't have the authority or the power to do that. So why would our actions match that? And then the other is, you know, if that's the reality, I'm called to not conform to the pattern of the world that would say that that reality is false. Mm. I'm called to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Like, the Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit's actually in me. I'm allowing him to make me look like Christ. Hmm. And that's like Romans 12, I think. And so (laughs) just like trying to, understand and wrap my mind around like what does it look like to follow the person of jesus his patterns his thoughts the way he speaks like and that being the guiding force yeah um for how how i respond (laughs) to these videos and how like i mean i lead a bunch of high schoolers (laughs) and so that's the next generation and trying to figure out okay we don't have to settle for what has come before us we get to decide how to be different we get to 
choose to actually follow yeah. who Jesus as a person, as a God is, if he's really the Lord right. and has made all these things possible, what can we do? Yeah. And that's like the whole thing that reconciling, so reconciling with God and then reconciling with one another. It's interesting because yeah, even if it's like a 1A and 1B, it's like right there. It's not like just because you might say that our need for reconciliation with God is the most important right. thing, it doesn't mean that other things can just be tossed or like, yeah. or like just sort of like save for really far later and not really <laughs> care about that much. Cause it's like right there in the same, in the same scripture. And I think that there's a level where we think that a lot of people, and maybe I, again, I'm, I'm a white man. I'll speak for myself, but there's probably like it probably bleeds into a little bit speaking for white people, but you know I don't I don't want to do that too much either. <laughs> but at the same time, like recognizing like oh it's it's easier for maybe me to think that reconciliation just means like when you get mad at me or something, mm-hmm. you know, like if mm-hmm. we just have like an argument or something like that, mm-hmm. not these like pretty big sort of these big differences or these big divides, quote unquote. I don't know. Like, what do you think about people that say that like race th- these kind of race race discussions are actually more divisive yeah. than they are, you know, uniting. That's a, yeah. I mean, I don't know. If, yeah, I'm mean, not saying you have to know the answer because yeah. I don't know if I it's do. Like, so, let me let me pull out my <clears throat> yeah. my deep research from no, right, right. No, I, I think I, I mean not to I don't know, like think about like what Martin Luther King said mm-hmm. about how injustice anywhere is a threat to justice mm-hmm. like everywhere. Yep, yep. You know, and so like for us <laughs> to like that whole letter letter from Berman Jill, like mm-hmm. he's literally talking about how like oh you guys aren't really like agreeing with our approach and how we are responding to racism. We're not really you're not like you're not on board with our with our pattern mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. He's like you know, <laughs> this is what we kind of have to do. Be- yeah. It's not like we're trying to cause further division. The division already exists. Yep. And right now, the way that you are responding, um, yep. <laughs> I, I kind of really like how, how he starts talking specifically to like that moderate who thinks like, yeah, <laughs> there really isn't as big of an issue and what you're doing is furthering the issue. And it's like, right. no, I think that is a bigger problem <laughs> right. right now is if you know that this issue exists and you don't want to say or do anything yep. about it. It's just like, well... We're just going to leave things as is because it's it could be worse type right. of reality. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, that's that. Yeah. Like, I, at the risk of us not landing in division, <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, I don't think that that is just a good enough um, reason to mm-hmm. not engage in these conversations. Like, right. I, I don't feel as if that's. That's enough, really, of just right. like, oh, you're going to cause more problems. You're going to, it's like, no, the problems already existed. Yeah. Like, I'm not causing any issue at this moment. Like, responding to issues. Yeah. You wouldn't tell two high school kids, like, let's say there's two high school girls that are having some sort of argument about something, you know? Oh. You, you wouldn't, not yeah, that that ever a normal, happens. Normal day. <laughs> just a normal day, huh? But you wouldn't <laughs> tell these girls, like, oh, you know, just talking about it is, uh, is causing more division, you know? Like, like yeah, if you, if you really just want to, make that problem worse you'll talk about it <laughs> right yeah so it's, that's what i mean like it's good so it's good to talk about it and it's yeah. even good to process it like i think even with this podcast especially for my voice like i it's not like having everything figured out and i don't even think you feel like you have everything oh, figured no. out but it's like we got to just keep processing it might mean even we say some things that are not perfect right, right. like in the way we're trying to process it right I, I feel like the best thing we can do is just like take postures of learners mm-hmm. like it's like 
if I am in a position and have a desire to actually learn, I'm not pursuing division. I'm actually pursuing more knowledge and more understanding, more wisdom yep. about something. Not so that I could have the perfect response or anything like that, but it's a, I should not go into a space and come back out the same. Like I, that should have shaped me in somehow. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. Um, what do you like? I don't know. What do you think of how should, well, no, no, no. I don't want to move on this next question yet. I want to keep getting into how does this make you feel a little bit more. Why do you care like, about my feelings? Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, did your dad have to have like that sort of the talk with you about like when you get pulled over, that kind of stuff? Surprisingly, you know? no. Okay. Um, so I grew up like and that's why I think it was like super important for me to say, hey, I'm talking from my experience. Yeah. Um, I grew up like pretty privileged in a lot of ways. Um, I went to private schools and was yep. in predominantly largely white spaces. Like yep. the schools that I went to, uh, I think the like the friends that I like hung out with, like the people that looked like me were actually my family. Um, mm-hmm. I have a really, really big family, which I love them so much. And, and so the, those conversations just did not necessarily come up. I think the, like there were little brief moments of like, oh, okay, like be careful around the police when we were just driving by them. It's like, oh yeah, right. they're out today. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. Well, they're always out. I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> um, but it was never like a, oh my gosh, you should fear for your life type right. of situation. Right. Um, that just never came up. But it's so wild to me now that I, and maybe I'm just more aware of it and yeah. just like knowing that those conversations happen so regularly yeah. i have no idea if my brother and my father had that conversation right does that seem like maybe more often with young men than you know i, think, I don't know I, like i think in the past yes yeah i see now like it's just a <laughs> it's a yeah. fair game of like hey let me tell you how to operate yeah. like that was that encounter that I talked about. That was the mm-hmm. first time I'd ever been pulled over right. like, in my life. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I know I drive really well. <laughs> that means you do a good job. Mark that off. <laughs> like, I mean, I, same here. Oh, no. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even driving that time either. So oh, wow. <laughs> there's that. Good I job. just, thank you. Um, but I never had that conversation. Um, and I think I, like, more recently within the past, like, I don't know, five, 10 years, heard that that was even a thing. Okay. Um, yeah. How about because like the, the Ahmad Arbery thing? It wasn't this wasn't a police thing. This is just like bad people, right? Yeah. Like I mean, at some some level, this is just, just yeah bad people that are racists. And like so, how and and, and please just like I'm sorry, like, I don't want to yeah. like bring up anything you don't want to talk about. We didn't like just screen every question, even people. It's like just understand that this is a this conver- is real. This is real, yeah. Um, but like, how have you encountered some like more like kind of like racist incidents in your life or have you you know with people Me? treating racist you poorly incidents? you know I yeah yeah never <laughs> no I, I i will say though eric i'm um, just to, like as a premise because of the spaces that i kind of grew up in uh-huh. like well the kind of it's a different level of racism yep. um whereas i was very much looked at as if i was other th- in comparison yep. to what people had thought Yep. of black people okay um oh yeah because i'm I have incredibly brilliant parents and genetics are a crazy thing so mm-hmm. i'm just have always been you know you've got pretty. some good social <laughs> skills too you're That's, smart but i mean i'm really smart, smart. With some good social skills <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, i have very char- charming parents also yes. like, like i can walk into a room and people are like oh I, i'm interested in who that person is like i yep. want to be around them they seem like someone yep. that i want to build like relationship with yep 
And so I got a lot of like, well, you're not like, <laughs> like you're not uh, black enough. You're not oh, yeah. because of the way I speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, you're, <laughs> what are you talking about? Mm. <laughs> Does it make any sense? Um, and so that was more like the more predominant um, experience that I had was the trying to feel like, am I, am I? Like, I mean, I know I look like it, but mm-hmm. if I'm not fitting into all of these boxes and I think even because I wasn't fitting into all those boxes in the spaces that I was in, I thought like maybe I'm immune uh, to yeah. experiencing, but not even realizing that that was like <laughs> another micro aggression of right, kind of, right. uh, of racism, racism in a different way that just was not like, it's not explicitly like out there. You usually hear mm-hmm. about the horror stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes is that like a, I've heard this expression like of othering where it just makes you feel even if people are well-intentioned and are, a lot of times you've just got kind of people that don't, don't know what the heck to do. They just act stupid. They don't know yeah. what to say. And, but like, but at the same time it makes you feel you're like in a situation and suddenly you feel different than everyone else in a bad way instead of just in like a beautiful right. God, God way. Yeah. Right. Like that happens yeah. often. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like yeah. look at where I work. No, I know. <laughs> but you know, so I mean, <laughs> I love, love this place. And yeah. like the, the fact that we're even having this conversation is one of the reasons why I still work here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so it's like, I am reminded of my otherness hmm. very often mm-hmm. because of the spaces that I'm in. And it doesn't yep. feel like, I think every now and again, it's a, like, oh, well, this is cool. But like, that is very minimal in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um to what I actually experience on a, on a regular basis. It's just a, like, dang, this is a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for some, it's like, I think I, I carried a burden for a long time of like, if someone interacts with someone who looks like me and doesn't act like me, someone's going to feel bamboozled. <laughs> someone's mm-hmm. going to feel as if, and it's, it's like, feeling like I'm the voice of my race in this space right now, <laughs> right, right. which is like, where, where did that pressure come from? Why, right. why was that put upon me? Like, it's like, that is another form of just, I, yeah. I wouldn't even know what to call that really. Right. It's just inappropriate in a lot of ways, but. And I felt that like, I, I felt like, okay, even about this conversation today, like you're happy we're having it and you're excited actually. I mean, in the right sort of, you know, passionate, I would say not yeah. excited, but it's like, um, I don't know. I'm just like, Hey, I don't want to like always like ask you to do this stuff, right. you know? And even as I asked you to do it. And so I'm just like, cause <laughs> I want to be sensitive to that. No. Yeah. You know? I, I felt that. <laughs> okay, I, I felt really like seeing that. I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm really, cause I wasn't going to go out of my way and say, Hey, right. We should talk about this. Right, exactly. Cause I also don't want to be seen as that person. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but like, I felt like super honored in the ask because it's an important conversation to have. Yeah. Um, Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, I don't care about how you feel anymore. Thank um, you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but uh, what do you think, like, how should people like me uh, respond when, when we start, when we see all these stories? Because it's like, there's this one thing like I sometimes I don't know what to do you know like where I'm just like okay I feel like sometimes even like this like well I guess I better like also like post the thing mm-hmm. on my social media or else mm-hmm. like I'm the jerk that doesn't care <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know I'd come for you if you and, didn't <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly but but it's like I do care but then it's like you just feel sort of lame sometimes like you know like what's the right way to respond yeah. and what's like real enough and I don't you know I struggle with that honestly and then yeah. and like just with whatever like what am I, what do you think how should people like me respond when it comes to this yeah um i think i already said it like the first so i don't actually mind it being posted i kind of mind the videos being reposted over and over again just cuz it's so triggering yeah yeah um but like the 
I, I recognized that when I posted the ama the wow I know I pronounced the boy's name sorry <laughs> Mod Arbery's yeah um it was more of a like uh, informational type of like hey these are the rundown of things that happened mm-hmm. like way more students that <laughs> like had actually seen it and then started like asking questions about it and so I think it yep. is important to yep. post um, yep. because you have no idea <laughs> like who hasn't heard about something and that's it's just too important of information to just kind of sit on right so don't maybe don't feel so lame about about posting posting yeah and i feel like at some level in like my role like sometimes i want to like have people see that i care about something like this Mm -hmm. and hopefully that can be encouraging you know to to people or and even like freeing other people up to to also do right. that, right? To yeah. like step think, into that space more. I think that's why I posted it. Cause yep. typically like I wouldn't, I'm like, Oh, here we go again. But mm-hmm. it was just the, like that one was too wild for me. No, I saw when, when Ahmad Arbery thing, I, your posts were different. Mm-hmm. Your posts, I could feel it. Like I could feel your pain yeah. in them. It was a different kind of post. So it wasn't just a retweet kind of situation, you know, with nothing. Yeah. So like, that's that's important. Like that helped me see you and like and know you better, and then also like want to support mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, keep going. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that one hurt differently. But um, yeah, I think the next like I just wouldn't stop there. Right, <laughs> is, is, that's the most important thing. It's like yes. don't stop there. Um, I I realized that information and being a learner is like it's power. It's good. I mm-hmm. want like for us to be more informed people. I want us to take the postures of humble learners. We don't have all the answers, myself included. Like that doesn't mean that I'm looking for like explanations, <laughs> like mm-hmm. or like there's always an explanation for behavior, but oh, I'm not gonna yeah. use that explanation as an excuse for behavior. So I do want more information here, but I also like for me I have to protect myself because the more information I, fi- I find, the more angry <laughs> I get in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, but like if we are just going to be a people who like see this and are outraged and we just sit in our outrage, nothing is going to change genuinely. Mm -hmm. Like we can't keep doing the same things and expect different results. Like, like we have said several times, like this is not new. Like this isn't news Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. This has happened since the beginning of time. Right. And so if that, if it's now here and you've like, you've taken the posture of a learner and you're seeing it, the question now is like, okay, believer follower of jesus what are you going to do Mm -hmm. in this moment like and everyone's next step is different Mm -hmm. like you know like i can't say okay now everyone you're all out on the phones and you're calling the governors (laughs) and they're calling the Mm -hmm. like congressman there it's like that's that's not everyone's next step like Mm -hmm. that'd be great if you did that um but i i I don't know my mom always taught me like an apology is nothing without changed behavior Mm -hmm. and so like I got a lot of like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like to hear that this is your experience or seeing that. Like when I see this, I think of you. I'm so sorry. And it's like, that's, I love it. That's great. But what I would love even more is for us to continue being transformed by the gospel. Like right. I would love for us and our characters to look more like Jesus. We need to like be people who are committed to making sure that we're not passing down racist like um mindsets and personas to the next generation we need to be people who are not um actively just uh, what's the word like preserving Mm -hmm. like those Mm -hmm. same patterns that have landed us here yeah in the same spot and so like 
to take an honest evaluation of yeah. like, dang, okay, how have I, how have I preserved yep. this? Yep. No, that's important. I think that whole like honest look inside and it trying to look at yourself and, and yeah, and just yeah, how you preserve not just in your own self but in the whole system or whatever, right? Like, yeah, because like I talked to a lot of people that, and we can get to some more ways that we can respond, but like I get to talk to a lot of people where it's kind of like this they want to give you a bunch of stats of like why that like racism's not like real anymore mm. or why there's like more more white people were shot by cops in the yeah. last year than you know or whatever yeah. that kind of thing and there's part of me that's like okay look even if that's true let's say like and, and obviously like demographic percentages are a big issue with that but with some of that but like even if some of those things are true like what the posture you're taking is to dismiss a group of people's feelings about something. Right. Right. And that's like, that's the part I don't understand about why people want to make such an like argument about it against it. Let's say yeah, as if it's a trivial thing of like, yeah. Oh, this shouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, right. No, but it does deeply matter to me. Yes. And, and so to me, that's huge to like step back. Like if you're listening to this and that's like, your you're kind of like, maybe you saw like whatever we end up titling this <laughs> podcast. Something great, I'm sure. And you were like, oh, dang, I'm going to listen to that. And I'm going to I'm gonna send Eric an email later, you know? <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> and wait. that's fine at some level. Yeah, we can talk about this stuff. And like, I do want to be like, I want to make sure that we're, I don't know, just like intellectually, like on, like really pursuing things well. But like at the same time, if that is like, if your first instinct is to like say this isn't real or something like you are dismissing an entire group of people's like deep hurt and pain. And I don't think that's the way of Jesus. Right. No. Yeah. Like, it's not. Yeah. Literally it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear. I don't know. I've read it. Not think. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's seriously though. I mean, you see like story after story of like mm -hmm. who Jesus is now. He like when you're thinking about, okay, what do I do? It's mm -hmm. like, well, what did Jesus do? Yeah. What did he like? What did he actually say to do? Right. Like, I'm, so let's like good Samaritan, right? Yep. Like why? Like we should ask the question of, okay, well, why didn't the, the priest stop? Like, why didn't, like, did he care about what other people were thinking? Like, did he, like, was he uncertain of what he was supposed to be doing and then just decided to do nothing? Or, like, is there room for someone to stop and say, like, well, what's going to happen if I don't change something? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen if I don't actually see a person who doesn't look like me, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. struggling? If I see that, like, the injustice of that, and I'm just going to turn a blind eye to it, yep. what's going to happen if I don't stop? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason Jesus said, like, told us that story. There's a reason he made it a Samaritan, right? That person <laughs> you know is Samaritan mean? is because they hated Samaritans. And so if there are people that you, I mean, oh God, it like makes me sick to even think about that. There's people, you know, there's there's people that you hate. But or if it's just there's people that you are dismissive of or whatever, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that story's in there. For, that's that's good. That story's in there for a reason. Um, that our posture is to see, and that was Jesus's posture, right? He would see people and then his like heart was full of compassion and then he'd do something about it. Right. right? Like, and when it says he sees them, it doesn't just mean like, he, Oh, there they are over there. His eyes passed over per yeah. human, right? Like, yeah, he really saw them for who they were uniquely in that moment. It's almost like he understood that they were created in the image of God. <laughs> exactly. They're creating the image of God, whether they, no matter who they were, whether 
nor Jew, nor Greek, nor male, nor female, mm, yeah, as the scripture says. Um, but yeah, I don't know any other like ways that people, and this is like harder, like ways that people like, like me should respond. Mm. I mean, I feel like I, I sort of like listened to this podcast by somebody else like a long time ago, you know, years ago. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's like, it's sort of sad that we're still having this podcast yeah. is what I'm frustrated by. But, uh, at the same time, like some of those things did like lead me like hearing like prop, like hearing him talking about, uh, you know, just about, Hey, here's some things you can read. Here's some things you can do. Like, I don't know if there's some of those that you have on your mind. Um, Eric, you know that I don't read as much as these people. <laughs> I'm in school. I read what they tell me to read. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh. no, I think, um, I don't know if there's a way for like when we post this mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have like I, I can come up with. Oh, yeah. We can put some stuff in I mean? the notes. Yeah. Like they're like one of the most helpful books that I read in the past like year or so was by uh, a writer named Austin Channing. And okay. she like that book. And she's really just talking about her experience. Can't remember the name of it. It's okay. a green and white book. OK. Um, Sorry. No, Told you okay. we're not Keep polished. <laughs> no, this isn't supposed to be polished. It's all good. <laughs> but Austin Channing Brown, like she wrote this book talking about what it looks like to be a black Christian in the evangelical, like white America, um, and giving so many explicit things that would, could actually be helpful to do. Yeah. That book's called, I'm still here. Yeah. Black dignity in a world made for whiteness by so, Austin Channing Brown. Man, Google, it just comes in clutch. <laughs> yeah. You were talking, I could look. <laughs> I think, I think another thing too, is just cause we like can care, like, curate our feeds essentially Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so like if you are happening to see that there aren't any other people that don't look like you (laughs) like in your feeds uh whether that is like a communicator or uh, like friends (laughs) and like that's just not happening you're not seeing their experience or hearing from their experience because i think that's what shapes and like that internal look and like determines like what our next steps actually are. And so like I follow a ton of communicators as a communicator myself. And so I'm like, I try and make sure that I'm not just following black communicators. Right, you know what right. I mean? My pastors doesn't look like me. And right. so, I mean, I follow you because you're my friend. Right? I just want you to <laughs> <Yes>. know that. <laughs> like, it's a good but, follow, guys. <laughs> at Eric Wakeling. <laughs> <laughs> but I think of like so many like, communicators yep. that are just so helpful to mm-hmm. like this conversation like jackie hill perry yeah i see her uh, stuff on twitter it's great she's, she's brian so laritz his stuff's Why? good i was gonna say yeah okay sorry 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 brian laritz great great <laughs> <laughs> communicator um joe saxton like the people like that okay, i don't know that she also is british oh wow she's so cool. cool i like her <laughs> awesome joe if you hear this you know just <laughs> she follows me on twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, nice that's but a, that's like, impressive People, <laughs> I know, I'm a big deal. Yeah, you are. People like that, um, that have had a different experience than you, so they obviously think differently than you. And mm-hmm. it's not forcing you to like think what they think, but it does force you to think differently. And you don't have to agree with everything they exactly. say, you know? That person's like, there could be people that are saying some good things, and they might even come from some different, like, sort of, like, Christian denominational tradition than, than us. And that's okay. Like, like just because someone has some different view on baptism or something right. like you know don't like freak out that you can't like learn from them about some of these other issues oh, i did see like a tweet i think this maybe it was like while we were arguing about like something like that mm. like baptism uh, modes yeah. my I did see my that. brothers and sisters were being killed or something you know yeah. something along those lines and uh that's where we have to keep this issue at the forefront because we can just argue about stuff that isn't about reconciliation between human beings, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a scriptural mandate. 
and like just as much as anything else. Um, yeah, dang. Um, all right, so let's see. So, like, I also I saw a mutual friend of ours, Erin, who's a white woman with a black son. I love her. And yeah, she's great. And she posted about uh, Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. Yes. Uh, which is also a movie if you don't like reading. <laughs> Although I do think the book is much more impactful. I've read the book and seen the movie. <laughs> You're one of those people. <laughs> one of those the people. book was better than the movie. Yeah, <laughs> my wife has t-shirts that say <laughs> the book was better. Uh, so anyway, but yeah, it was, it's really like mind blowing of like what was still and is still happening if in that book specifically in Alabama regarding um, like incarceration and the death penalty. Hmm. Um, and, and that was like in the eighties, it's mm-hmm. like the primary story. This is not some fifties, sixties kind of thing. You know, this is like in the, it oh. just dawned on me what this movie was. I feel like we should have led with, Oh, that's that movie that Michael B. Jordan was in. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I feel like this sounds so familiar. That's Why right. have I, like, I feel like I've seen this. I have absolutely seen this movie. Oh. I highly recommend it for many reasons. <laughs> If you don't know this, if you're not a high school student, you probably don't know this, but like, or Courtney's friend, <laughs> that she's had a pretty big like celebrity crush on Michael B. Jordan. That's uh, a great so, guy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. You knew it had to make it in there, man. <laughs> I know, I know. The redeemed bad guy in Black Panther, not just the bad Ooh. guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> make sure he gets redeemed. Uh, so, uh, anyway, that is... Yes. He, it's a great film. It is great, great book. Yes. You should watch it at right. least. And I think that's, it's helpful, but it's like a lot of that stuff. It's not, you know, you can just, you can educate, you can keep moving forward. But I think too, it's, as you're saying, it's like taking steps of, of action, kind of trying to figure out what that looks like for you. Um, like, I don't know if you feel like we've already kind of talked about this enough, but what do you, you know, when people sort of see these stories and they really aren't outraged or they argue about the Mm. semantics of it like Mm -hmm. is there just i don't know how does that like what do you respond to that how do you respond to that me like personally how i respond yeah or how does that make you feel even if you want to get back (laughs) to feelings how do you feel yeah (laughs) angry (laughs) Mm -hmm. um i think it's it's more frustration especially Mm -hmm. if they're like you know one of my white brothers and Mm-hmm. and sisters you know like or and they maybe not white but it's just like for someone to say and just completely dismiss it's like dang that's really frustrating um mm-hmm. but i it i don't know and maybe it's because i'm a person that like doesn't stray away from hard conversations it's like i still want to have a conversation with you mm-hmm. um i think like my my next step is just like, dang, I, we really just need to be praying for you mm-hmm. because for some reason, like there are scales on your eyes. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you just cannot see what the rest of us are seeing. Yeah. And I feel like it's a deeper thing. It's not because they are an evil person or anything like that, but it's like, what is stopping you mm-hmm. from moving straight to that direction? Yeah. Like what, what is in, <laughs> in your soul and yeah. your, in your character right now? That's just a blockade. Yep. to that and like that's frustrating but like my frustration is not going to change a person yep you know but i do believe in the power of prayer yeah and i do believe go. that the lord is literally in the work of transforming his creation mm-hmm. and so i it's and i don't want to say that like as if it's a flippant thing it's like no i'm actively praying that the lord would show you that's cool his heart <laughs> i was actively good. praying that yeah and it'd be cool if just others would join in that prayer with you. Yeah, you know? um, it would be. Yeah, and so even that's 
Maybe you've never even thought about that. Like somebody listening's never even thought about like, oh, that's something I could pray about. You know, like that just might not be something they even think about at all. I just unplugged my headphones and I was like lost for a moment. Sorry, everybody. But, um, you know, but that's just like that thinking of, of prayer is that like could be a way you could just be so sort of different. Like, I don't know, just maybe it's just less more selfless prayer. You're not just kind of praying for you and the things that you need and you care about or your friend's issues or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the, hopefully this is some of your friend's issues, but like that you are praying into something that's a lot more selfless for you. Yeah. Um, and I think that could be really cool. Like what, this could be like hard question, but like, well, first of all, before I ask that, just like I was, <laughs> sorry, I'm all over the place a little bit, but cause I was thinking about like, I had sent out this this email like a couple months ago or whatever. And I, like uh, I was talking about, I was talking about privilege in general, Mm. which is like such a like trigger word for Mm. a lot of people. Um, and, and I get it, like, I get it. It's fine. Um, (laughs) it's fine. It's fine for that to be triggering. And I'm like sort of fine with like in good, I'd like to sort of like try to mess with people a little Mm -hmm. bit with some stuff and like kind of try to make you think and hopefully get under your skin in a good way that way. But, um, but like, you know, there is some pushback of just like, hey, like privilege is a lot of things. And I totally agree. Privilege is a lot of things. And that's kind of what I was even trying to say in that email was mm-hmm. like, look, I'm privileged by being like saved by grace, like <laughs> by Jesus. Like that's my most incredible privilege. And that I had just parents that love me and cared for me and that I grew up in a pretty like upper middle class sort of like lifestyle and all of that. Yeah. But like also I'm white and I get like that there are aspects to this world that that is not in every single aspect all the time, but there are like most of the time yeah. <laughs> that's no. a, yeah. a position where that provides me with like a privilege. And I know people hate this. And so even like bringing, yeah. bringing this like thing up and people like, I had people like kind of arguing with me about like not liking that I was talking about that. And I can like really respect these people are like, not like people coming at it from this, like, I don't know. They, they were trying to come at it from a good place, but it's just mm-hmm. what I struggle with understanding is when we can't see that really, like, at least for, for me, like all I'm trying to say with that is look at yourself and look at the world and see how you've had it easy in certain ways because of all of the things that you are. We're all different and you have our own unique mix of what those things are of economics and ethnicity and parents and mm-hmm. you know location in the world like i live in orange was born into orange county like i could have been born in any country in the right. world right so like all that stuff is like this mix of what my privilege is right. but i'm also fine like i'm fine with one of those being that i'm white right like yeah. and you call it that yes <laughs> you know what I, mean? I like it's funny that you asked that and you bring it up because right before we walked in here i retweeted not retweet instagram's a different thing oh, i yeah. reposted yeah. a video of um this uh, this white professor and she's in the front of this classroom and she says all right i would like for everyone in this room to stand if you wouldn't mind trading your life mm-hmm. <laughs> with a black person it's like knowing how the world like you know how the world views black people and if you're okay with living that mm-hmm. like you're okay experiencing that i want you to stand Dang. and no one stands up and then she says, oh, you must not have heard me. Let me just ask it again. <laughs> like, it's clear. It's fine. It's fine. I'll help you. Like, yeah. how, how many of you would be willing to trade your experience in the world right now for someone else's? Yeah. Like, and she specifically, like, threw in, like, for a black person's. Yeah. And no one stood up. Which means mm-hmm. not only did they understand what it was like 
to not have the privilege that they did. Yeah. They were also unwilling to set it aside. Yeah. yeah. And so if like when I when I hear like, oh, that's just like I don't have privilege because I X, Y, Z, whatever, fill in the reason. Yep. It's like still you would be unwilling right. to right. set that aside. Right. For an experience of any person right. <laughs> of color wow. that yeah. was not what you experienced. Yeah. That's... And so it's it's hard for me to reconcile in my head, like, mm-hmm. oh, privilege doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Like, and and I'm speaking to you as like someone who also lives in Orange County, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I don't have to want for most things. Like, I'm I'm able yep. to enjoy life, and I'm grateful, and like fact that I know that I'm saved yep. by grace, and like yep. all of that. Like, I know the privilege I have, yet I don't have the privilege of saying I don't see color. Yep. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like I exactly. can't like, and if you say that to me, which I have heard many times, like, <laughs> you know, you just help you specifically, Courtney, you just, you're just so different. Like I, I don't, I don't see color and huh. <sighs> so you don't see me. I know. That's, that's amazing yep. <laughs> that you, that you don't see me. It is. It's and so I don't brutal. have the privilege of that right. because I'm reminded every single day. Yep. Not just when I look in the mirror. Yep. And where you, is it, correct, correct my assumption if it's wrong. My assumption is, you wouldn't want to give up being black to be white, but you probably wouldn't mind giving up the fear of being pulled over. And, you know, like some of these, Uh, these, right. These certain issues. And that's, and that is essentially what like many like communities, that's what many communities like, and many minority communities, not just black ones are fighting for. That's what racial justice is. Yeah. It's like, I want you to not only be aware of this, but I want this to be eradicated. I don't yes. want this to be an issue. I should not fear those that are supposed to be protecting. Yep. Like, I don't want <laughs> the next generation of children to fear yes. those that are supposed to be protecting. Exactly. Or whatever. Like, I don't want them to feel like they can't go into or a store. Fear and ladies walking their dogs in Central Park. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, if I could trade, I'd trade to be Chris Cooper. That guy's cool. Oh my gosh, Chris. <laughs> that guy's so cool. This guy with this bird watching. <laughs> Sorry, there's like a lot of levels of jokes in there that I Ooh, just am man. not gonna go for. But um yeah, so like I don't know. It's like I know we're not gonna like solve this whole this is not the point of this podcast, kind of solve this whole thing, but I like the idea of kind of trying to like hey, here at Calvary Church, can we keep having this be a conversation, right? Like can mm-hmm. we keep Leaning this and like I need help to keep it at the forefront. I try, I try, you know, but I probably like admittedly try a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like you know, like I mean, I can try more, and so like I need to have some of that um, while not re- while also at the same time recognizing like I'm not going to fix this, you know, for right. for people or save anyone or whatever. Um, but yeah, like we want to be able to grow in that, and there are ways that we can like even just as a church, I think. And I don't know, like maybe it just starts with sort of being willing to see that, that you do have certain privileges, you know, that are revolved around again, a lot of things. Sure. But like part of that is like your ethnicity, um, potentially for a lot of people listening to this. Mm -hmm. And, but like, that doesn't mean that it's like all the things you accomplished in life are meaningless or you got it for free or whatever. That's not like, cause I think that's where people like they get kind of yeah. mad cause they're like, Oh, are yeah. you saying I didn't earn anything in my life, you know, or I just got it all handed to me. And no, like people fought for stuff. And yes, I know you have like a super poor 
friend or cousin that like their life was really hard to, mm-hmm. you know, to you. Um, like, yes, all of that, all of that is totally true. Right. Right. And at the same time, like you can like kind of stop and like people can stop and see how they're, they're different or have, you know, these things, but what has God called us to do in it and to do the Jesus thing, to see, to like have compassion, to act and just to like see everyone as that image bearer. Right, like you said at the very, 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 very beginning. Full circle. I <laughs> Full like circle. that. All right. Well, we need to like commit to having more of these conversations, but that's probably good for today. <laughs> um, but like, I also just as much as we're kind of having fun doing this, like, like this stuff's really sad, like really awful. Like when you the the, the Ahmaud Arbery and the and the George Floyd stories are just right. brutal, and so I kind of don't as much as I'm like a joker and all of that, like I kind of want to end this with like people really feeling that like you can't, I don't know. You, you gotta get into that pain a little bit more and let that come over you. I don't know if you want to just even kind of close us with some of any thoughts you'd have on that. Yeah. I hopped on, um, Instagram live with Albert Tate this morning. He's Mm. another, um, Mm -hmm. African-American pastor out in Monrovia. Mm -hmm. And he just started off like talking about, um, Matthew five, four, and then <laughs> just re- like that sober, sober reminder of hmm. blessed are those who mourn, mm-hmm. you know, and just even the like call to mourn with those who mourn. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't get emotional, but it's just, Good. Yeah. it's a, this, this stuff is real and it's heavy and it hurts. Like mm-hmm. it hurts me in a way that probably is different for a lot of our listeners regardless of yeah, if you look like me or not me. you yeah. know um and that's not to like just kind of brush aside encouragement and hope or any of that but we can't mm-hmm. get to that side of things without going through mm-hmm. the pain of what's actually happening like we cannot just ignore the reality of what's going on yeah um because like we have to learn from our history we have to learn from what we've seen so that we don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Like this should never have happened. Right. And it should never happen again. Yeah. Amen. So lean into that right now. I think just everybody, even wherever you're listening, if you can just lean into that spirit of mourning, of lamenting, of just, of, you know, like that's like what you would do at a funeral or memorial for these people is to honor them in that way, I think too. Um, and, um, and that, can contribute to their inherent God-given dignity. Um, So Courtney, thank you very much for sharing your heart with us today. And thank you all for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. Thanks again for joining us on the Calvary Life Podcast. If you enjoyed our show this week, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. If you want to learn more about Calvary Church or share any of your thoughts, check us out on our website at calvarylife.org or find us on one of our social media accounts. We're on Instagram at Calvary underscore church, Facebook at Calvary Church of Santa Ana, and Twitter at Calvary Life.